0: Hot Takes and Cold Beers, with your host, Chris and
1: Joe! Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes and Cold Beers. Man, it's been a while, but with you as always is myself, Joe, and Chris, How's it going today, my brother?
0: Uh, Good morning from overseas in Bahrain, dog.
1: Yeah, it's going. (laughs) Can you give us us like a
0: good morning, Bahrain? (laughs) I'll do my best Robin Williams. Good morning, Bahrain. How was that? Oh,
1: yeah, there you go. That makes me motivated to be a GI in Bahrain. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm home in Florida.
0: How's it going over there, brother?
1: Oh, hey, man, not too bad. I mean, it's pretty late here. It's like, uh, what is it, like one in the morning? But, you, you know, I'm just happy to talk to you. It's been a while, dude. It
0: has been. I have been stuck in quarantine here, kind of losing my mind for the past week and a half, two weeks or so. Uh, So it's nice to see, see your face, talk to somebody other than myself, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're trying to get Ryan Hamilton on here, but he must have had baby duty or something.
0: He had to have uh, Frankie duty, which, you know, good for him fun times hey, but uh, said, uh, you know said- it being it's a friday night over there for you buddy and well i guess it's saturday morning technically uh but what you drinking on tonight buddy
1: okay so right now you caught me at a bad time because i'm finishing off my last dinger but uh come back to me in about 10 minutes because i have some special beers for once i have some special beers i was saving wow. this for the podcast
0: that's interesting i don't think you've had a special beer on a podcast before <laughs> it's been a long time (laughs) (laughs) you're always drinking those dingers bro all righty then well you can make you can you can have the special beer today because uh i certainly don't have a
1: special beer. (laughs) yeah what are you drinking buddy
0: it's uh well it's uh, it's 10 o'clock in the morning here in bahrain and um over here over in the middle east they uh they love 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 uh heinekens i don't know why but uh Heineken's like their favorite beer. That and Carlsberg. Um, so Ooh, Carlsberg, I like yeah, Carlsberg, Carlsberg isn't bad. I've grown, I've grown fond of Carlsberg over here. But at the current hotel I'm at, they serve Heineken, so that's why I'm drinking today. You know, delicious. Ten o'clock in the morning beer.
1: Mm. Can't go wrong with ten o'clock in the morning beer. I mean,
0: well, when I'm stuck in quarantine, nothing else better to do. I mean,
1: fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Not yeah, here, exactly, and not well, there, but somewhere. No. It's somewhere, <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's probably five o'clock in Guam right now. Actually,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's always five o'clock in Guam up <laughs> yeah, there, it's buddy. It's always five o'clock in
1: Guam. <laughs> right here. So here I get, I got this. Uh, one of my buddies is here visiting from um, Colorado right now, actually. So Dry Dock Brewing Hazy IPA. Mm. Um, it's got a little mermaid slash angler fish on it. Let's let's open it up and get the first live taste here. Live taste. Here we go. Joe's for a special beer on the pod since at least July. Let's try Mm. it up. Well, it's a hazy IPA. Not bad. Very light, very crisp. Mm. Can't hate on it. I like it. Sounds sounds delicious. Shout out to Colorado. Gotta love it. There we go. Dude, what's the weather like over there, man? I wouldn't know. (laughs) I mean,
0: (laughs) I haven't been outside the hotel since I got here two weeks ago, dude. Uh, from the hotel window, though, I mean, I'm on the 30th floor, and I've got a nice view. Uh, it looks pretty beautiful. I mean, yeah,
1: I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's sunny. It's <laughs> been like a whole, it's been like a pretty dreary 55 here the last couple days. Mm. Rainy. Not cool. Um, I just got to rub that in the faces of our listeners, most of whom come from Ohio, because I don't know if you've seen the weather in Ohio lately, but it's like a solid negative 10 right now. So, mm. you know, I got to sit here and complain about my uh, 55 degree weather and everything. So
0: classic, dude, you know, you knew it was going to happen at some point, dude. It's been such a mild winter so far. And then like, you know, it snowed that one time on Christmas when we were at home. But then other than that, it hasn't done anything. You know, you knew it had to
1: come. Yeah, but it's almost worse when it's just that cold. Like at least when it's cold and snow, you get the snow. I mean, it can be fun. Right. I it's, it's pretty to look at, if nothing else, for a couple of days. But when it's just like negative ten and no snow, it's like, what the fuck am I doing here, bro? <laughs> like, and we want to move back to Ohio. What the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> well, we're gonna move back to Ohio with vacation home somewhere warm. Yeah, that's plan. a that's a good point. Yep, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. So we got a lot to talk about. It's been, man. It's been. Uh, I mean, I've talked to you on Snap a couple of times. Um, but it's been like what i saw a week and a half since the last time we actually talked to each other so we got a lot to catch up on
0: yeah man we got some stuff to get and apologies uh we did record that episode right before i left uh and my dumbass forgot my charger at home for my uh for my mac so uh my computer's dead and i'm not able to edit it so as soon as i get off quarantine that's my number one is to get that charger so i can uh, get that last podcast out i think we predicted conor mcgregor to win which absolutely was not true oh, i
1: absolutely well actually we talked about this after we so yes you're correct we were both correct because yeah i we predicted were. i predicted poirier this is how long ago it was that was like fucking three weeks ago but <laughs> i predicted poirier to win in a fight that went the distance and you predicted mcgregor to win in the second round Yep. so the fight ended in the second round, but Poirier won. So combine our correct.
0: combine our our predictions there, and we were one hundred percent correct as always.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we'll get that episode out to you guys. It might be a little outdated now, but we'll get this one out. You can you can disregard that last one if you want to, but we got this one out, and then we have a couple good ones lined up for you, including an appearance on Whack Brackets with Mike that I'm looking forward to very much.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to that one too.
1: That yeah, one's man. gonna be a good, one. good time with Mike. But yeah, dude, uh, so that Poirier... Dude, all right, so let's just start off there. Poirier knocks out McGregor, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I predicted Poirier to win. I did not see it coming in knockout fashion. What's next for the big Conor, dude?
0: Well, Conor has actually been dealt a six-month suspension for health reasons. Um, you know that how they usually suspend a fighter after every, every fight they do for like X amount of time, depending on how much damage they took. Uh, they usually get like a month, uh, a month suspension, quote unquote suspension, where they're not allowed to take another fight. Connor was dealt a six month suspension from his, uh, knockout. So, I mean, he's not going to fight until at least the second half of 2021. Um, as far as opponents go, it's, it's hard to say, man. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think he's going to be able to fight for the, for the belt anytime soon, um. And I don't know if he really wants it. It kind of looks like he doesn't want it anymore,
1: man. Yeah, he doesn't have to. I don't know if it's just Connor declining or – I don't – see, here's the thing. Connor, he's been in, like, the spotlight for so long. It kind of seems like he's, like, on the decline of his prime, if that makes sense. But I don't think he is, man. I think that this is just, like, a law. He just had a kid – but it's just like even walking up to the Wayne's for that Poirier fight and everything like that, he's not the usual Conor. He's sitting there shaking hands with him, giving him a bottle of whiskey. He's not talking shit. He's yeah. not, he just doesn't have the same mojo about him or swag, if you will. And I, he just got to get that back. Now, I'm not sure what it takes to get it back, but I don't think he's done. I think he has success left in the UFC. Um, he just got to get his swag back, man. I, I don't know what else. I don't know what he's got to do. I'm not a fighter, but that, I think that's just what it is.
0: I agree with you, and, and and it does look like he's not as hungry as he was, and he doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, he has made a shit ton of money. Uh, Dana White came out and said that that was the uh, third highest pay per view fight of UFC history, and you know Connor gets a cut of that. So he's and he's doing great in his whiskey business, man. He's he's made so much money, he has nothing to fight for. Whereas you know, six seven years ago, he was just a poor kid from uh, Dublin, Ireland. You know. Um, just trying to fight to the top, you know, and then he got there and then, you know, everything, it, it, like you said, I think he's in a law. He's not that old, man. He's only like 32, 33. He's still got yeah, I think he's 32. Yeah. he's still, he's still got a lot of time if he wants it. And that's the thing. Does he want to get back to the top? And I think he does. Um, he said last year at the beginning uh, when he fought Cowboy Cerrone uh, in January or February, whenever it was, um he said he was going to fight three or four times in 2020 then covid happened so obviously that didn't happen uh he came out and said that uh he wants to fight uh a few times this year as well like uh probably two or three times this year and he got dealt that six month suspension so that's all he might get to maybe three fights in but um we'll see man
1: yeah I, I don't know we'll see now i'm super excited for the next couple of usc fights are going to be fucking nuts I think. Oh yeah. One, uh, what do we got? Who, who We got Usman's next or Zadisani? One of them fighting next. It's Usman.
0: Next Usman fights on. Uh, well, I guess today. Now. Um, for me, anyway. Uh, Usman fights the fight on Saturday, and then the next weekend after that is uh, Balls was hot. Derek Lewis versus uh, Kurt Blades, which that's going to be a brawl. I cannot wait for that one.
1: We've been looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, man, and then Adesanya is at the end of March, um, so yeah, we've got some good
1: fight cards lined up here, buddy. Not to mention Stepan versus Nagano, which I'm waiting mm-hmm. for.
0: Absolutely, that one's at uh, the end of March as well, I believe. March is stacked for UFC cards, man.
1: Hey, can I just? I want to take a second. I just want to like. I just want to express the view I'm seeing of Chris to our listeners right now. <laughs> now this man is in a hotel room, the same hotel room he's been in for the last two weeks. I'm sitting there. He's wearing his uh black beard headband by Junk Headbands. By the way, sponsor us, sponsor uh, us. Brought to you by Junk Headbands. With his uh, no offense, Chris, your hair is looking a little greasy right now. I probably my hair would be greasy too if I was in an hotel room. And yep. then he's got his big beard. And He's wearing a bathrobe with what is that? Little fishies on your bathrobe? No, they're or, actually uh a rooster, oh, chick, they're cocks. Look at that, they're, they're actually cocks. rainbow <laughs> rainbow cocks. Cocks is in the bird, not the the uh uh you know uh (laughs) genitalia
0: (laughs) you know our listeners are like oh dude he's wearing a bathrobe with giant cocks
1: (laughs) i mean they are giant cocks but like i said they are uh, yeah technically speaking yeah yeah the poultry if you will and you got your little golden chain and your tattoos man you just you look like you've been living a hotel in the middle east for 14 days man that's that that pretty much sums it up dude (laughs) Yeah, I, haven't I, just, worn, I, just, I haven't worn I haven't pants. I haven't
0: worn real pants in two weeks, dude.
1: It's actually been kind of nice. <laughs> I just wanted to take the time uh, to describe that to our listeners. Now, I also want to ask you. Um, so we talked about before that you were going to go try and go alcohol free for, you know, your time in quarantine. And then you, I said, well, what about when we do the podcast? And you said, well, I guess I'll have to make an exception for you. But this is like the end of your 14 days. This is the first time we did a podcast and you had beers on standby. So what happened there, buddy?
0: Well, we were supposed to do this. Uh, we were supposed to do this a couple days ago. So I got ready before I went to bed. Uh, you know, you were like, let's do it at eight o'clock my time, which would be like three o'clock in the morning, my time. So I, I got them ready. And then you were like, no, I'm not really feeling it. So I I'd just spent having them there in the fridge, which actually, uh, has been nice because I've been um, avoiding the temptation because they were just oh, right there. Okay. Or so, this for... is your first beer in 14 days? This is, yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Yeah. How does it feel? Oh, it's delicious. That's why I said delicious Heineken, man. <laughs> I'd take hey, any beer
1: after 14 days. Yeah. I mean, uh... hey, man,
0: it's been a nice little break, though. I've been doing my workouts in my room, uh, prison style, obviously, engine room style, um, you know, push ups, pull ups uh bungee be- bent bungee cords and uh you know just been uh drinking lots of water it's been kind of nice i've read through three and a half books man this has been a nice little like quote unquote work vacation
1: hey man yeah i don't blame you it sounds it sounds like nice and relaxing me on the other hand i've been working nonstop, like i have since the beginning of covid uh well i take that back because i did i was able to go home and spend a nice leave with you in ohio but that was leave. I unfortunately have not had any time. Well, I that's bad. I shouldn't say unfortunately. I'm very fortunate to not be affected by COVID. I know a lot of people have, so I'm not saying that's unfortunate. I'm just saying a lot of our friends in the Navy, you guys have had very easy work schedules due to the current pandemic. And I have not because I'm quote unquote essential. And that's where my grievance is. I just, I I'm fortunate not to be affected by COVID personally, I just wish I wasn't essential. Does that make sense to you?
0: It does make sense, but you are very essential. You're essential to all our listeners' hearts as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I am. <laughs> hey, now I, you know, right before we got on here, I sent you a tweet. Um, you know, get on the Twitter and see what's going on. Yes. Uh, so it's it's Twitter. You got to take it with a grain of salt, but the word on the street is that after a boy, fellow Glen Oak graduate CJ McCollum uh, went out and tweeted towards Richard Sherman. There's been rumors that Richard Sherman wants to play in Cleveland. He has ties with our defensive coordinator from our defensive coordinator's time in San Francisco. And you know, CJ McCollum went out and he tweeted, "Hey man, you should. We'd love to have you on the squad. If you want any recommendations on a place to live or restaurants in Cleveland, hit me up." And the most current rumor is that Richard Sherman bought a house in Strongsville. Now. Hmm. It's a rumor. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, for, you know, for one, if, if you're Richard Sherman and you want to play for the Browns, that's one thing. That, that's a rumor on its own. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Now, second off, if you're Richard Sherman and you want to play for the Browns, are you going to buy a house in a Cleveland suburb in the middle of winter when it's negative 10 degrees outside without a contract? Nah. Nah, who who buys a who buys a house like,
0: okay, this man has made multi millions of dollars. He can live literally anywhere in the world and and play for anybody. And he goes to Strongsville, Ohio and allegedly buys a house. In the middle well, of winter, I, like you said,
1: yeah, Strongsville is a very nice place. I'm not talking bad about Strongsville. No, no, I'm no, a, it's
0: absolutely yeah. nice. But like, the man can live wherever he wants. He could buy a house wherever he wants, but he chooses Strongsville, Ohio. Like, like you said, when it's negative ten degrees out, why would he do that,
1: man? Mm. Yeah, especially without a contract. So, I mean, hey, maybe there's something that we don't know. Maybe you know who who knows. Now, to the point though, what do you feel about Richard Sherman playing for the Brownies? You know. <sighs> I like our cornerbacks
0: when they're not injured, is not the defense's problem. All right. Uh, we have Greedy Williams, we have Grant Delpit, who we drafted last year.
1: Well, Delpit's um, a safety, but
0: you're well, talking
1: about the defensive backs as a whole, as a
0: whole. Yeah. We have Denzel Ward, obviously. A vet, what Richard Sherman would bring for the right price, of course, to the Browns would be that nice veteran um, presence. In the, in the defensive back uh, locker room or whatever you want to call it. I I, I would like it, man. I, I honestly would. He's at another big name. If we can get him for the right price, dude, I mean, why not, man? If he wants to come here, let's do it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. And I've been talking to Uncle Mark and Peter Boy, huge Browns fans. I've been talking to them about that. And uh, even Skyler, who's a male, by the way, Skyler, who's a male.
0: Everybody knows it. he is
1: indeed a male. We just have to make sure, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, so we've, I've been talking to these guys about it, and there's mixed uh, feelings. I, I'm i with you. It's got to be cheap. I would love to see him in the old orange and brown. It's got to be cheap. That's the first thing. But he does bring that veteran leadership. Uh, he'd be a great mentor. And then, you know, I, I was scrolling through the Browns Twitter feeds earlier and everything like that, and somebody brought up, like, a great point. And it's like, would you rather have – Richard Sherman Hall of Fame cornerback quarter, or MJ Stewart because <laughs> like those are our options at that point. You know what I right. mean? Right. right. And the Browns, we have salary cap space. We do have to give at the very least. We have to extend Chubb this season. Um, Baker could probably wait another year. I'd like to extend both of them to be honest, but Baker could wait. We have to do Chubb um, and Ward's down the line too. So He's got to be for the right price, um, but yeah, he, veteran leadership. Um, he's a Hall of Fame cornerback, man. I know that he's not the star that he used to be, but he could mentor those guys like he's like Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. I think that they would benefit from having Richard Sherman in the locker room so much that yeah, it's, it's worth worth his contract easy.
0: Anytime, anytime you have a Super Bowl MVP in your fucking locker room, uh, it's it's going to turn out well.
1: Well, you know, we had Malcolm Smith this season who apparently was a Super Bowl MVP from the Seahawks and then he got trucked by Sam Darnold. So I don't know about all that, but
0: well, I mean it's whatever, dude. You get the point though, is the, the veteran leadership in the locker room would be nice. And he's still I mean he's he's not old. He's like he's again 32,
1: 33. Um it's not that old. Well unlike Conor McGregor, I can I can confidently say that Richard Sherman is on the backside of his prime. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to be that superstar anymore, but that, that, that's not what—that's not why we're signing him. We're signing him to be that, like you said, like the veteran mentor that these young cornerbacks would benefit from. And that's the whole thing—is that uh, you, you just got to for the right price. Right price. I think it's all about price. You get the right price, uh, you get Sherman. I'm cool with it. If he's yeah, too man, expensive, you, pass on him easy.
0: You want to talk about veteran leadership for the right price here? And I don't think this is going to happen. There's no rumors on it happening. But I would like to see it is um, J.J. Watt from the Texans. Obviously, he is a free agent, I believe, this year. I
1: don't think he's a free agent. I think he just wants out of Houston.
0: Either way, he wants out of Houston, just like Deshaun um, wants out of Houston. I wouldn't mind seeing the Browns try and go after J.J. Watt, again, for the the right price, just because we are going to lose – um olivier vernon this year um we're gonna let him go in free well, agency. We
1: still, I, I think we still have vernon he's just injured we don't know if he's gonna make it back 100 it's uh ogan who ogan Joby's the one that's, that's
0: in free yeah. agency that's right so i mean i would love to see jj watt in a browns uniform not to mention he'd be playing his brothers twice a year on the uh on the squealers which would be
1: kind of dope yeah i mean again i would love tj or excuse me jj watt i would love tj watt too but that's not happening um but it's just that's the thing is that i I don't have the numbers in front of me but i think that jj watt's still under contract and i think his contract would be too much for the brownies to pick up so uh i don't know man we have a lot of cap room we still have we a, have lot, of a lot of cap from right now, but we do have to sign some big players. That's here. true.
0: We do have the big signings coming coming up, uh, being Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb, and yeah, and, and a couple other key players. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I don't think it'll happen, but it would be nice. It would be nice to see JJ. I mean, it, I,
1: it, having even an old JJ, older JJ Watt, having him on the same defensive line with Miles Garrett would just be an absolute dream. It's like, what? Why do you even need linebackers at that point? You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, man, it's, I, I, I don't see the JJ Watt thing playing out. Um, hope, yeah, I, don't either. Like I, said, I would, I'd be okay with Sherman. You know, that's another thing that Skyler, who is a male, brought up is that like everybody knows like, it. Richard Sherman, he has a well, he's known for having a big mouth. And like we all remember that infamous Aaron, uh, and Aaron, Aaron Andrews interview after the nsc championship game in like was that 2014 2013 Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we all remember that but here's the thing with richard sherman yes he talks shit and he has a big mouth but i can't remember a time that richard sherman has talked trash that i disagreed with him um and really there's only been three subjects uh that he's ever talked shit about that i can remember and it was michael michael crabtree um uh harbaugh against harbaugh which we all don't like harbaugh obviously um uh there's one other one i can't remember it but my point is is yeah he has a big mouth he talks a lot of shit but i've never really disagreed with him you know what i mean he's not like being belligerent like juju smith schuster or anything like that yeah man
0: it'll be interesting to see how that plays out now obviously the uh offseason hasn't started we've got the big the big game on sunday um so, we've got to wait a couple weeks for all that to play out, but we'll see how it goes. And speaking of the big game, let's talk about that for a second. Who Dude, you
1: got? Bro, this has been – I i still don't know who I got, man. I, like, I, I, want, I I want to put money down on it. Did you – talking about stonks real fast. Did you cash out of AMC at the right moment? Because I did.
0: Uh, no, I'm still holding because I've got them uh, diamond hands there, buddy.
1: Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I cashed out when it peaked uh, on Monday last week. So Very nice. Very nice. I have a little bit of spending money here. And I, <laughs> I didn't have that much in AMC. So I got like 300 bucks in spending money. And for, you know, entertainment purposes only, I would like to put that on the Super Bowl and try to make some more spending money because I need it right now. New motorcycle and everything. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, here's the thing, man. I haven't decided. This Super Bowl, so, you know, everybody's calling it a shootout. They think it's gonna be in the 40s each team. I, I think it's the opposite, man. I think mm. both quarterbacks are gonna get shut down. Tampa's defense is really good. Kansas City's defense isn't bad. Uh, I think it's gonna be like 14 to 10, something like it's gonna be a boring Super Bowl for the most part. Mm. And I I so the right now, the way I'm sitting is I'm hitting the hardcore under button on the over-under. I don't even know what the over-under is, but I'm hitting the under. And then I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay because they have a better defense and they have a better run game. And mm. that's I I think that I don't think Brady or Mahomes are gonna do much. That's just what I'm thinking right now.
0: Yeah, man. Um I don't disagree with that. I could I could definitely seeing see it being a defensive battle. Um obviously Tom Brady has to perform better than he did in the um nfc championship game but
1: but does he though that's what i'm saying is that right the i mean he, Championship he game his defense like his defense won that game it wasn't tom brady right you know right I mean? right
0: well I'll i'll let you in on a little secret here i learned a long time ago um never bet against tom brady <laughs> that's yeah. just what that's what it comes down to bro you do not yeah. bet against tom brady that's it
1: i as i i agree and dude i you know it's so hard for me to say this in front of you and all of our listeners, but there's just a little part of me that's like pulling for Tom Brady, man. And I don't know why. I don't know what it I is. You, man. But- I Feel you, man. I feel you. It's hard to say. It really is hard to say.
0: After getting, I've hated him for so long, but I it's it's a it's a it's a a respectful hate because he's so damn good. He already has
1: six Super Bowls, and himself. That's – uh, yes. it's insane. I, I saw this stat the other day, and it was something – I can't remember all the quarterbacks, but it was, like, Dan Marino, uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Otto Graham, and there was, like, two other – I can't remember all of them. But there was, like, a list of, like, six quarterbacks. My, one of them may have been Peyton Manning. I don't remember. So, uh, six quarterbacks, they were all inducted into the Hall of Fame at 43 years old. And now Tom Brady's starting a Super Bowl at 43 years old. Just think about that.
0: That's that's insane. That's
1: insane. The
0: man is not human. He is immortal. He looks younger than what he did back when he was 20. Um, Man, you just can't bet against Tom Brady. I mean, the man is a cyborg is what he is. Uh, Just greatest quarterback of our time, no doubt and arguably of all time. Um, of course, there, he, he owns all the stats. Um, he's like one, two in pretty much every category uh, right up there with Drew Brees. Um, and just, and, and Patrick Mahomes, obviously great quarterback. It's going to be a good Super Bowl. is what it is. It's, it's the old man versus, versus uh, the young buck. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be entertaining.
1: And you, that's the thing is that Patrick Mahomes is, you know, for the, the, kids what 10 15 years younger than us i patrick mahomes is probably going to be their tom brady the guy that's in the super bowl every other year you know doing a whole bunch of shit and everything
0: more than uh, likely i mean it's just going to be it's incredible and and tom brady put out a statement um somebody asked him he's like uh, do you see yourself playing past 45 or when you're 45 and he's like i'd like to so, I mean, he doesn't show any signs of stopping. The man is just incredible. He's, he's just a freak of nature is what he is. And unfortunately, of course, he was the quarterback of that team up north. So we hate that about him. And I think that's where our hatred stems for Tom Brady is, uh, you know, he was a backup quarterback for that team up north. And uh, man, this dude, I, 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 I just can't explain it. Nobody can explain
1: it. Yeah. Well, you know, I heard something else funny. That you know, there's a rumor on the street saying that the uh, the only reason that Tom Brady is trying so hard is because the only record that Peyton Manning, you know, he loves beating Peyton Manning and everything. Uh, when they did their golf match, uh, you know, le- earlier last or later last year, um, somebody asked him. It actually was Stu Gotts from the Dan Labertard show. They asked him, uh, "Hey Tom, you know, does it? Do you ever get tired of beating Peyton?" And he says, "No." and uh so the only thing that peyton manning can hold over tom brady's head right at this moment is that peyton manning won a super bowl of two teams and tom brady has not so Mm. uh, you know there you go well the interesting
0: question that has been asked um this entire year is how is bill belichick gonna do and how is tom brady gonna do when they're separated and i don't know if you saw the quote or not but danny Amendola, uh former wide receiver for uh Tom Brady up there in New England, who now plays for the Detroit Lions, he said that uh, Tom Brady was the Patriot Way. When Tom Brady left, uh, the Patriot Way left with him, and he basically just backslapped Bill Belichick, which I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with. He's such a competitor, man. He doesn't, he does what it takes to win. Like he'll take pay cuts, no problem, to get a better team. Um, Just he's a freak of nature. Like
1: I said, it's just. Yeah, see, that's that's why when Tom Brady was leaving man. for so long, I argued that if you put like an Aaron Rodgers on the Patriots that we grew up with, they would have been even more successful than they were. Um, I said that Tom Brady was like a system quarterback and he benefited from Bill Belichick's coaching and like the team he put around him, even though they weren't usually star players. But is how can you bring that argument up now? Like yeah. the Patriots didn't make the playoffs and Tom Brady's going to Super Bowl. Yeah, I, man, you, you can't. I there's no argument there. Like Tom I, Brady, was,
0: especially with uh, Cam Newton up there in New England. Like you, you would have thought that that would have been a pretty decent match. Um, yeah, man, it's just it. The Patriot way has actually been um, the the curtain has been pulled back and it's actually the Tom Brady way.
1: Yeah, which I I have to admit, like I was wrong. I never thought that was a thing. Um, you know. This just how it is. But, hey, so for my Super Bowl prediction, I'm officially going right now 14 to t- – oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before I make my prediction, we were half right. We were so close to being all the way right back in July, one of the mm-hmm. first episodes of this podcast. We said the Browns would be 11-5. Came true. Yep, Right? Yep. And then we said it would be Browns versus the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. And all we were missing is the Browns. We got the Browns 11-5. We got the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl we just missing the Browns in the Super Bowl. We were so close to being perfect, dude. Yeah, man, that, w- that would have been really
0: awesome. Um, that would have been so awesome. We're going to have to do this again next year uh, for next season, obviously, um, because, you know, if yeah. we say it on the podcast, it happens.
1: Basically, yeah, kind of, so ha- at least halfway. Play, but, so I mean,
0: honestly, though, I believe that if the Browns – Got past the Chiefs, we could have beat the Bills, man. The, oh, we to beat the Bills easy. We can. The Chiefs are one of the best. Well, they are the best team in the league. And I read an article this week that said that um, by far the Chiefs are the best team in the league, and then Browns are arguably number at least up there in the argument for number two, um, or they can hang with literally anybody because we put up a better fight against the Chiefs than the Bills did.
1: Yes, that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, No, if if you're talking about the AFC, it's pretty clear that the top four teams in the AFC right now are the Chiefs, Bills, Browns, and Ravens. Yeah. Um, I don't see how you can argue that. Uh, You know, if anybody's listening and you want to argue with me, hit me up. We'll get you on the episode. Argue with me. But I think those are the four teams. Now, the Chiefs, we lost to. We hung with them. Yeah. You know, I'm not one to blame the refs, but we were one bad call away from being right back in that game. Uh, The Bills, we did not play this year, but we did beat the Bills last year. And that was a way shittier Browns team last year than it was this year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Bills did get Stefan Diggs and everything. So I guess it's, you know, here or there. Uh, And then the Ravens, we lost to them twice this season. But that last game we played was one of the best games ever. And it's, like you said, we can hang with them. And we absolutely. Can hang. I, I fully agree. I'm not being a cocky Browns fan. I'm looking at it objectively. The Browns can absolutely hang with any team in the NFL right now.
0: I think so as well. And uh, hopefully next year we can go out and prove it. Um, they released the opponents for next year that we are facing and yeah, we have a way uh way
1: tougher schedule
0: yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get a good test next year
1: um so we'll see how it goes man yeah we will now back to the super Bowl. I was about my so my official Super Bowl prediction I think 14 to 10 is a little bit light if you will so I'm gonna go 2117 Tampa Bay.
0: Hmm that's interesting um i was thinking a similar score i would say you know like i said before never bet against tom brady especially in the super bowl um i'm gonna go ahead and say that it's gonna be 31 28 tampa bay buccaneers
1: field goal wins it at the end of the game Ooh, field goal wins it yep Man, uh, no matter who wins, if a field goal wins that game, both head coaches are going to end up on the sidelines with a heart attack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a damn fact, too. Bruce Arians and uh, Andy Reid, man, they're going to go to the buffet and they're just going to absolutely smash a buffet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, both of them are just going to die on the side. Not die. I don't want them to die. But they're both going to, like, you know, pass out, collapse. on Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Um. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the little small bets that you can make on sports books about the Super Bowl, like what color is the Gatorade gonna be. Um, Those are always fun. The squares, yeah, or over the little under, prop bets, on, yeah, yeah, over under on the uh, over under on the amount of minutes that the halftime show lasts. Like a bunch of. I'm also looking forward very much to. The uh, weekend's halftime show. I think. Oh, yes,
0: that that one's going to be pretty good. Um, The weekend put up like seven and a half million dollars of his own uh, to get the right production um, that he forced that he wanted uh, for the halftime show. So it should be pretty good.
1: Yeah, I you know, I uh, I was just right before you sent me the link to this, uh, you know, Zoom call. I was looking up like the worst halftime shows ever. And I remembered a lot of them. Uh, actually, watching that video, do you remember when it was Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, dude, that was a good one, for sure. I love that one because yeah. I like Bruno Mars and I like the Chili Peppers, huge Chili Peppers guy. Uh, I just learned from this video that apparently the Chili Peppers weren't actually playing music.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of times that happens. Uh, your boys, know the, Who, the, the Who, actually uh, were famously... Um, on that list for worst Super Bowl halftime shows of all time uh, for well, that reason.
1: That's – well, you know, that, that's that's like the whole progression of halftime shows is that if you remember in the early 2000s, they were doing like the young kid stuff. And I you remember specifically there was one with – I think it was the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. And it, the older people didn't like it. They got upset about it because they were all like giggly and running around like kids on the sh- stage. And then, like a couple years down the road, you had the famous wardrobe malfunction of Janet Jackson. (laughs) And after that happened, they're like, "Let's throw it back to these old guys." And they did um, the Who was one, the Rolling Stones were one. And then, I mean, you love those bands, but they're just—they can't do the Super Bowl halftime show, man. That's like you just can't do it. My favorite
0: Uh, halftime show of all time, though, has to be. Well, besides the famous wardrobe malfunction where I got to see my first uh, titty on live TV. (laughs) That was fun. I remember specifically watching that. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, That was back in what, 2002, something like that. I don't know. It was like 10. Anyway, um, I digress. Um, My favorite Super Bowl halftime show of all time has to be Prince. Has to be Prince.
1: Prince was a good one. With purple rain and it starts raining, dude, you can't make that shit up. And uh, Prince was a great halftime show. Um, That's definitely up there for me. Uh, I actually, uh, it might be an unpopular opinion, not sure. I really liked uh, Lady Gaga's halftime show. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I thought she did a really good job. That was only a couple years ago. I thought she did a really good job. And uh, Well, the Bruno Mars
0: one was really good, too, where he did it just by himself.
1: Yeah, the first Uh, time
0: the Bruno Mars was up. Yeah. That was a really good one, too. But my all-time favorite has got to go to Prince.
1: What about when uh, you had Katy Perry and the left shark? Remember the left shark? I do not remember that one, no. Katy Perry was up there and she had two sharks dancing behind her, but one couldn't get the choreography right. (laughs) The the left shark went rogue, if you will. (laughs) I'll have to look that video up because I don't remember that. Yeah, I looked that up. That's funny shit. But yeah, Prince was good. I gotta give you that. So, but I think I think the weekend's gonna do great on this one. I'm, Absolutely. I'm
0: I think it. he's gonna put himself up there on the best, uh, one of the best halftime shows in recent memory.
1: Bro, anymore. that might be a good bracket episode, man. Uh the best Ooh. Super Bowl halftime show ever. That could be that could be interesting for sure. Yeah, we'd have to dig deep on that one. Yeah, we, we would, and I'd I'd look forward to doing it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this Sunday. It's gonna be good. I know that you'll be you know overseas, but we're gonna be over here. We're gonna be smoking some brisket. We're gonna be cooking mm. some hamburgers and hot dogs. We got the chili going. We got the buffalo chicken dip. We got the hot queso. It's gonna mm. be uh, it's gonna be very fattening.
0: Dang, bro, that sounds awesome. Uh, send some my way because the game starts at two thirty in the morning here. Uh,
1: so that's fun. Also, what's your um, yes or no bet that Jeff Probes from Survivor, famous CBS personality? shows up somewhere in the Super Bowl. It's a very odd question because I don't know why he would. but um, Because this is on CBS. It's the first Super Bowl in like six years it's been on CBS. Hmm. Um. With the surging popularity of Survivor, I'm going to go ahead and say yes.
0: Let's go with a yes on that one.
1: Yeah, I, it's the first year that Survivor's been on Netflix and Hulu and everything. I I don't know about you, but I've been watching a shit ton of Survivor on hulu man oh yeah i work out to that's what i work out to man that's uh
0: i binge watched the uh both seasons on netflix and i'm gonna make my way over to hulu and uh watch that shit um but yeah i i I have definitely watched those. so yeah i'll I'll go with a yes for some reason Uh, we will just show up
1: we'll see it'll be fucking dude if he shows up i'm gonna call you immediately
0: (laughs) absolutely the uh yeah, man. So it should be a good game, but we'll see. I mean, obviously, this episode is going to come out after uh, the Super Bowl happens, but we're recording it before, so these predictions are still good. We can see how stupid we sound uh, when I release them, but it's all good, man. It's all love.
1: Yeah. All right. Moving so, on from football, we've got some yeah.
0: stuff going on in the let's MLB. Talk
1: about uh, yeah, let's talk about baseball for a second. I was gonna I was gonna bring up baseball actually. We're we're on the same tele tele. Telepathic link or
0: telepathic, there. yes. I heard your yes. voice in my
1: head. The uh, the endings are going to be shitty, super shitty. You think so? Oh, they're going to be terrible. Why uh, do you say that? Oh, we're just man, we got all the good players are gone. I mean, I guess we have we so we re signed Cesar Hernandez, which I'm happy about. We got that outfielder from, uh, what's his name, Rosario? Rosario name from is. Minnesota. Uh, who, the, he was described as being better than any of our other outfielders, but that's a very low bar to set. You know what I mean? Very true. Um, he, has, he does have very, very good career stats at Progressive Park. Now, I did that see that. He was playing against the Indians. I don't know. We'll find out. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and then we still have Fermio Reyes, who's like hot and warm. And then I, the only two bright spots that I really can look forward to on the Indians are Jose um, Ramirez. We still got Jose, 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 Jose. We still got him, and we still uh, Josh Naylor, who we picked up late in the season last season, who played really good for us in the playoffs. Still have him. Uh, first base is all his now. Now that um, we lost. Our boy Carlos Santana. Mm. So, um, I I don't know, man. It's just the White Sox are getting better, the Twins are getting better. I'm um, I I I don't foresee success in the Indians' near future. Yeah,
0: I don't know, man. We you know we've always done well with no name people, you know. Um, for some reason, I don't know. I just. I don't think we're that bad. I just don't think we're going to be that great either. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, sure. Like you said before, we, you've said it before in another podcast is like, we might be bad or not so great for like two, maybe three years, but then they'll build these uh, small names up and they'll become bigger names and make a name for themselves. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's the Indians we or excuse me, the Cleveland baseball team now, as we're known. Uh, for well, now the
1: indians for one more year
0: right well yes um so i i i kind of foresee what you're saying there as coming true unfortunately of course i'm gonna watch it spring training happens here in like two weeks so that's yeah, I exciting
1: I was, the, I was looking at the spring training last year, and it's it's just like from major league with the with the uh korean team or <laughs> <very> shitty <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah or who the hell is this guy this who- guy's dead yeah man
0: uh so we'll see how it goes man i don't know um is is tito going to be back in the dugout um at the beginning of the year yes tito
1: is back and sandy Alomar is back so you gotta love that those are our guys you know um yeah man i i hope they're good you know you're right like we we have a bunch of young prospects and at one point you know, Frankie Lindor was a young prospect, and who knows where the next one will be. Uh, so I hope they can pull it through. Uh, it's just so hard to gauge, and I just have such a negative outlook. It is it, you know, the Browns are doing really good right now, and the Cavs are so so. We'll talk about the Cavs in a second because I do want to talk about the Cavs. Is one of the Cleveland teams have to be bad? You know what I mean? And right yeah, now, I think yeah. We're not Tampa Bay here.
0: We can't all have good teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's just, uh, I, I hope the Indians are good. We'll see. Now, did you see Trevor Bauer, the sign with the Dodgers today?
0: I did not see that. No, that's um that must have happened in the middle of the night here. Uh, yeah, that's Pauling interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Good for him. I mean, Dodgers are looking good. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to – the offseason moves that teams have been making. Um, but I can fairly confidently say that the World Series this year, calling it right now, folks, hot take, it's going to be the Padres and the Blue Jays. Um, both wow. of those teams are making huge moves. Huge, huge, huge. Uh, yeah.
0: huge. I can see the Padres, but inform me on what's going on up there in, in Canada land. Uh, oh man, the Blue they've Jays. signed.
1: They've signed so many players. I can't even begin to list you. The, the uh, I can't even think of it right now. They, we'll have to look it up after this episode. But the uh, the Blue Jays have signed a bunch of players, um, including Chris Bryant from Chicago. He's moving to Toronto. That's a big one they got. They got a bunch of good players. Um, and yeah, I'm just saying. World Series. uh Blue Jays. Padres calling it right now.
0: All right, put it in the books, people. I'd love to see the Padres in the World Series, man. That those guys have been um, coming up slowly. Uh, last year yeah. they had a really good run at it. Um, they've got a nice young team. But, uh, you know, the Padres
1: last year. The Padres last year would have been if it was a full season. I almost guarantee you they would have made it farther in the playoffs. They just they, it was such a young team. They didn't get the time to warm up in the shortened season. And I think that was their problem. And the Dodgers were really good last year. The Dodgers are going to be good again. But I'm saying with a regular season, I think the Padres are going to have time to flourish here. Good for them, man. The only, uh,
0: the only downside I see to that is, uh, you know, when I was in San Diego there for – I know you were stationed there for a few years, but I was there for like a month and a half in a dry dock period or an availability period one time. And we went to the Padres games. And you could literally walk up to the, uh, to the ticket counter and be like, I want one ticket for $10. And they're like, cool, here you go. And it's super cheap to go. And like all the, all the seats in that entire place are uh, really good views of the field and everything. I love Padre stadium. Um, it's, it's a fin- probably one of my favorite stadiums it, that I've been to and I've been to quite a few. I think I've been to like 10 of them at this point. Um, yeah, I've been, and to they're like- a lot of fun.
1: I've been to 10 and 11 stadiums. Padres is absolutely up there. Petco park there in San Diego. It's it's um, a beautiful park. And um, uh, no, I, when I was stationed in San Diego, the same way you could literally walk up to the gate, get a ticket and go in, sit wherever you want. Pretty much. Uh, but I was just there, I guess not just there, but I was there in September, 2019 and things were starting to turn around. The tickets are more expensive. This, uh, you know the seats were more more full right. and everything. So well, that's
0: my point. Is like you're yeah. if they are competitive, if they do make the World Series, like you're predicting here, is uh, people are going to start going to those games and the tickets are going to skyrocket. And like it's just it's you're not going to get the same experience. But I mean, good for the Padres for being actually good, though. You know, uh, the same thing happened with the Nationals when I got um, when I got to, uh, into the DC area. Um, me and Danny, we'd used to go into a nationals game for like 10 bucks. We'd go into the general standing room only area, uh, with the bar right behind you, and we'd have a good good time. And then we went to that wild card game, and that uh the same ticket that we were paying ten dollars for that entire year was now 60 or 75. Um, and then they won the World Series that year. And then now, if you well, if we were allowed to go to games. Um, that same ticket is going to cost you 50-60 bucks in the regular season and then in the playoffs it's going to skyrocket even more so i mean that's the only downside to when a team gets good and people want to go to the games is their ticket prices get outrageous
1: well yeah I, uh, that's the thing about baseball though is that even if the team's super good you can always find those 15-20 dollar bleacher seats which I, you know when you're going to a baseball game those are the best seats in the stadium in my opinion Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, I, like I said, the Padres ended up swinging. And he, here's the thing. If the Indians move on and become something very, very stupid, like the Guardian, like, you, like you, you know, I live in San Diego for two years. I The Padres have always been my NL team. And I'm not one to flip. I'll always be a Cleveland fan. I'm not a Fairweather fan or anything like that. All I'm saying is that I have a couple of Padres hats upstairs, uh, you know, hidden away somewhere from my time in San Diego, and I'm gonna start bringing them out, especially if the Indians become something stupid like the fucking Guardians. Oh my god, yeah, please don't become the Guardians.
0: I uh, I won't judge you for that because I too have Padres hats stored upstairs in my room, uh, so I'll bring those out for sure, especially if they if they're if they're going to the World Series, like you said. Like I'll absolutely support them. Why not? You know,
1: got to, cool. bro.
0: You have to, right? You yeah. know, you lived there for two years. It's like it's like you like to shit on me for supporting my local team wherever I fucking live,
1: right? No, no, like, no, 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 I yes. never shot on you. I never shot on you for supporting the Nationals. I never would shit on you for supporting the Russian football team. The only team I ever shot on you for supporting was the fucking Capitals. And that's because they beat our blue, beloved Blue Jackets every year in the fucking playoffs. It was either the Penguins or the Capitals, and you fucking know it. That's why. Yeah, that's why i, I shout you for. I know, I know. It's it, it, it's it's whatever. It, it, it's whatever. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is that if I like the Padres, the Indians and the Padres might play each other once every three years in a series. You know what I mean? It's the NL versus the AL. Okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sitting here beating the Indians in the first round of the playoffs every year. Okay, Chris. <laughs> Hey, man, it's
0: not my fault. It's not my fault where I live, man. I like to support local teams where I'm at,
1: bro. Hey, that's fine. Support local teams. It doesn't mean you have to be rocking the Ovechkin jersey everywhere you go. I don't rock it everywhere I go. I rock that, it after the games that I go to, You have to own Ovechkin jersey. Huh? It doesn't mean you even have to rock. You know, e- e- here's another thing. We're in this fancy hockey league. Let's talk about hockey. Let's switch. Okay. Is good Let's switch it over to hockey. Wait, What's that? Who's your first fucking pick in the draft? Alex Ovechkin. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. And uh, how's that working out for you this week, buddy? We're playing each other this week. We're both undefeated. Uh, how's that matchup score looking there, bud?
1: Well, for one, you're up by point three points. OK. Uh, Wrong. Wrong. Well, let me look. Last time I'm I up to... by
0: like two points. And I I had less. Your excuse yesterday was, oh, I actually had a full team. No, you're up by
1: 0.3 points, bro. Look here. Listeners can't see it. I pulled it up right now. Oh, did you get more? Let me see. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Chris is currently 82.5. I'm 82.2. That's what we're looking at right now.
0: Okay. So your goalie got more points at the end. No, my goalie
1: got negative points. I know,
0: but he was at like negative uh, 2.5 points last time I looked. Okay, so I'm up by point 0.3. The point is is that I was down by, like, five points coming into today's matchup.
1: I was down by 14 two days ago, brother.
0: That's true. That is true. But I had less players playing today than you did. And on top of that, you had your goalie, um, which actually got you negative points, which sucks. But
1: I, I know hey, I'm that about anyway. Start, I'm, You Anyway. Know, on a side note, I'm about to stop playing goalies. They, like, all they do is get yeah. negative points, bro. Like, you know what? It, goalies <laughs> are such a hit and miss, man. It's like... um. It's either six points or negative points. That's right. It. And,
0: no it, and it can really fuck you one way or another, bro. It's really, really hard. Like I, I hate this is our first time playing fantasy hockey and I'm learning as I go, man, we're both undefeated right now, which is really awesome. We're playing for the Furtick Cup and I can't wait to uh, get that in, in, in my possession. Um, but it's uh we're learning as we're going, like the goalies, have by far been like so up and down, like they'll get you negative six, negative eight points. And then one day, and then the next time they're up, they'll get you like 12 or 14 points. It's like, how do you, how do you play that? You know,
1: I'm about to start sitting goalies to be honest. (laughs) I don't know if you can do that or not. I was very, very upset earlier today because I was sitting down watching the Boston Philadelphia game. (laughs) And, uh, Fucking Brad Marchand scores a point. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Brad Marchand, he's on my team. He just got a goal. That's like two points for me. Fuck you, Chris. And then I pull up my fantasy app, and you have Brad Marchand. Yeah. I, have, uh, I have Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, um, dude. I, uh, uh, I saw that. Said goal. But Thank you for was- the
0: good thank you for the good chuckle as soon as I woke up here because I saw the Snapchat and I was like, <laughs> here he is celebrating Brad Marchand. He's sitting on my, on my team. And <laughs> he's like, Oh,
1: very, very upsetting. But here's the thing, Chris, uh, you might have Alex Ovechkin, but I got Connor McGregor, John Tavares and um, who's my other scorer. Oh, Patrick Kane who are one, two, three ranked forwards in our current league right now.
0: Well, that's so, interesting because I didn't know Conor McGregor now played hockey.
1: That's uh... Or, uh, Conor <laughs> McDavid, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, or, I
0: know. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, man, That's a, those are good picks for you. Um, my top line when they're playing, when they're hot, is just as good as your top line, though. So, I mean, it's going to come down to the wire on Sunday, bro. Um, you know, I hope I come out with a win. But if you do, you know, it's, it's all good. We still got uh, a lot so of, of season play.
1: Here's the thing is that you might win uh, our matchup, but I'm ultimately going to win the league. And it simply is it, it, I, the thing is we're in a six-person league. And let me break this down for the listeners, okay? You have Chris and I who are moderate hockey guys where, you know, we could hold our own in a hockey conversation. We don't know a whole lot about anything, you know. But we know the big players, we know the big scores, everything like that. But we are very good at fantasy sports, you know. We, you know, True. so we play very experienced in fantasy football. I've played fantasy baseball before, uh, so experience in the fancy game. Moderate hockey fans, yeah, that's fair, right? And then you that have my cousin Michael and Ryan Hamilton, huge, huge hockey guys. Uh, very, very expertises on the sport and everything, I know absolutely nothing about fantasy sports. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's there. And then you have Danny Suarez and Andrew Amstutz who are complete wild cards because, for <laughs> one, um, they're kind of like wild cards in the opposite sense because Danny doesn't change his lineup. Uh, I don't think he's even opened his app. He leaves a lot of points on the bench and everything like that. Then Amstutz is the opposite, where he switches a whole bunch of guys around, but he puts the wrong guys in at the wrong time, and so he loses out on points in that way. Uh, so that being said, Chris, uh, in our six-person league, Danny Suarez is in my division, and that's basically a free win for me uh, mm. once every three weeks. So therefore, the Furter Cup will be mine, and I hope we can accept it.
0: Mm. Well, I hope we face each other in the championship, championship then, brother uh we face each other in the fantasy football for third place i lost that bet um so i need my revenge here uh for the further cup
1: now speaking about this uh the listeners are probably bored with our fancy hockey talk real hockey talk what the fuck is going on with the blue jackets man dude I,
0: it's so hard because it's a shortened season this year they're only playing 56 games where they normally play 82 games right um the the thing with the blue jackets is and and you can attest to this and I know you can is they always 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 start out slow always and they're doing the same thing again this year they have hot streaks like they look good but then they just absolutely cannot hold a lead to save their fucking life they can't finish a game in regulation we already have well, like five or make... six overtime losses
1: yeah we know we have six over or no I'm sorry I think we have four overtime losses but we did beat the Stars in regulation today, which I think might be the first time all season I would be a team in regulation, which is fucking nuts. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. It's just, they they always like,
0: start it's, out slow, though. They always start out slow, and then they finish the season strong. Now, this being a shortened season, that needs to happen like now because every one of those games matters at this point.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. And uh, I think the only other thing – here's the other thing about the blue jackets yeah, they finished off strong, but there's usually like a hot streak. We go on in the middle of the season It happened last year. Uh, So I'm hoping that that can happen. If that, if, if uh, if the blue jackets once a season, 10 game win streak, which we do have like once a season, if that can happen in like April, that would be, you know, key, you know, well,
0: a 10 game, a 10 game win streak would mean you're winning, you know, 20% of your games that season. And that would be, uh, very ideal this season so uh, it, it needs to happen soon
1: and the uh it's just the other problem with this season is yeah it's a shortened season but we're in these like weird divisions that we don't usually play in and uh, you know the blue jackets are playing in like the central division I think yeah and it's uh it's the toughest division man oh yeah Chicago, Tampa Bay Nashville us like it, it's by far the toughest division absolutely I mean
0: right now we're up there in the standings uh but that's only because we've played like all our, none of our games have gotten postponed maybe one of them have um and the other ones so like we're looking at like 11 or 12 games played whereas you know a couple of the teams have only played like six games and we're only like two points ahead of them um which does not bode well for us because you know if you extrapolate the six games to 12 games um you know we're absolutely getting destroyed by these people so i don't know man they need to go on their hot streak they need to figure something out hopefully um the guys that we traded uh uh dubois for uh step in and get hot real quick
1: absolutely man i hope so and then uh moving on to our final topic of the night basketball um the Cavs, man i don't know if you've been paying attention to the Cavs. They're such like a wishy-washy team, man. Colin Sexton. Right. Colin Sexton is a fucking beast right now. Like yeah. he's putting up huge numbers. It just kind of, it, you know, part of the team's hurt. Kevin Love's still not back. Andre Drummond has been battling some stuff. Larry Nance Jr. is in and out. So we'll see what happens to the Cavs. Now, I I think they're a playoff team 110%. We will make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference this year. I, I think that's a done deal. If you ask me, the I think the problem is. Can we compete with those, you know, big Eastern Conference teams and stuff like that?
0: Right. Um, it, it's interesting because the other night we played uh, the Brooklyn Nets and we beat them. Um, you know, they're Maybe supposed to the be the superstar like team. Yeah, really? twice in a row. They're supposed to be the superstar team, one of the best teams in the East, and we beat them no problem. And then we just go and lose to random-ass teams. Like I think we just got beat by Milwaukee tonight. Um,
1: well, Milwaukee's a good team, too. Milwaukee's
0: a really good team, but like we'll lose to other random teams uh, in the East. And it's, like you said, they're wishy-washy, man. Um, I don't know what they need to do to figure it out. They're, they're a very young team. Um, what's come about with the uh, Andre Drummond talks? Have you seen that he wants to go to Brooklyn?
1: Uh, I there's been, like, rumors about it, like, on Twitter and everything like that, but Andre Drummond himself has not said that. Uh, and, I mean, at this point, no, don't get me wrong. I love Andre Drummond. He's, like, probably a second-best player on the Cavs, so I'd love to keep him around. But he's also a free agent after this season. And if we want to trade him to the Nets, we already got two of the Nets good players. I'm not really sure what else the Nets have to offer, but if the price is right for Andre Drummond, I'll take it in a heartbeat because uh, you got Larry Nance Jr. playing a great center right now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I got to say my, I'm most impressed with JaVale McGee. The, yeah. You know, he was on the Warriors for a minute. Then he played with the Lakers last year. He's on our team now and the dude's playing a good basketball game right now. Uh, so Again, I don't want to see Andre Drummond go, but if the Nets give us the right price for him, he is a free agent after the season. So he chances are he wouldn't sign off the Cavs again in a free agency, right? Um, so if the Nets can give us something good for him, and we still have Larry Nance Jr. and Jam- Javale McGee playing a good center, plus all the other big guys we got floating around them, I'm I'm not I'm not upset about that, you know? Yeah, man. As
0: long as we get the like you said for the right price, um, it's better to get something for him than to just let him walk in free agency. So I, I wouldn't be that upset as long as, like you said, we get the right player for him or the right price. Um, we'll see. As long as it's a big guy so we can keep calling him uh, the, the team Sex Land in the Trees because that's the greatest
1: team name of all time. Oh, yeah, it is. And now, <laughs> hey, so speaking of basketball on the college level, I don't know if you watched that shit last night. It was on ESPN. But you have number seven, the Ohio State University, versus the number eight Iowa Hawkeyes on the mm-hmm. road. Did you watch that game? Did you see any I did not, but I did see highlights, and we looked pretty good. Uh, Bro, we. But first of all, both teams look good. Yeah. Now, college basketball is a lot less three-point shooting than NBA. It's very much low scoring, but last night, both of those teams looked like NBA teams. Both of them are shooting lights out. Both of them looked very, very competent, and Ohio State came out with a win. Yeah, man. And they look fantastic. Uh, I, uh, I just hope
0: that there's a, a tournament this year, man. Because honestly, last year, and we've all seen the, uh, the scenarios uh, that they, um, they play. Like, um, what am I looking forward to here? The um, simulations that go through. And a lot of them had Ohio State winning the Natty last year uh in March Madness. I'm just hoping that there's a March Madness tournament this year so that we can go out and see what we can actually do. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, I I think there will be. Um it sounds like there will be a tournament. It might not be the whole 68 team field that they usually have, but I think there'll be a tournament. Um and they're talking about that's the thing is after we beat Iowa, a lot of the ESPN guys who usually hate on Ohio State, at least Ohio State football, um they're saying Ohio State deserves to be a one seed, or at least in contention for a one seed right now. We still got a lot of season left, so, you know, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. But Ohio State's looking really good, and if, if Ohio State was a one seed tournament, what, what, last time we were a one seed tournament was like in 2000 and, uh, 2007 or something like that, uh, and we lost to Kentucky in the semifinals or the yeah. quarterfinals maybe. So, you know, they're looking good, man. Yeah, man, and, and you say we have a lot of season
0: left. We don't have that much of a season left, dude. I mean, it's – well, now it's February 6th here. Um, You know, the championship well, week in college basketball is, what, March 5th or March 10th, something like that? I don't mean,
1: like, a lot of, like, regular season. I mean, like, you got – we have the Big Ten tournament still. Right. Um, uh, There's a – you know, that's what I mean. Basically, what I was referring to is the Big Ten tournament because there's okay. still a lot of good basketball teams in the Big Ten tournament so you know uh that team up north has a good basketball team iowa purdue wisconsin they're all michigan state they're all fielding a good team so the big 10 tournament will be a tell-all really but even at ohio state finished out the regular season the way they're going uh, Rutgers have a good basketball team for some reason they do off, yeah but we beat them twice this year so uh you know we'll see what happens but I, if Ohio State's a one seed, I'll be more excited for March Madness than I have been in a long time.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, that's, that, that was really what kicked off a shitty year for me last year, was uh, the canceling of the March Madness tournament. I was coming home from my trip at the time, and I was going to be on quarantine for two weeks because I was right at the beginning of COVID. And I was like, cool, I can sit down on the couch and watch literally all of the basketball games in the March Madness tournament. And then they canceled it. And I'm like, well, this sucks so i'm just hoping for a tournament this year so we can watch some uh i was really missing it last year you know what i'm saying
1: yeah who was it uh i think it was saint john's and creighton or in the middle of a playing game and they canceled it at halftime so yeah dude. it was the biggest tournament maybe but yeah. yeah
0: it was uh it was crazy times last year man and so hopefully we get a, a, a tournament this year uh, i'm you sure believe that was a fucking year ago like, no, I can't. Yeah, I can't believe it's been. Oh, by remember. the way, happy happy Beard Day because uh, my my beard is now officially one year old.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, go out and get some cupcakes later or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's nuts. Chris's beard, one year old. Yeah, yeah that's man. what I'm saying, though, man. It's like I can't believe I can't, it's been a year. I, can't, I still remember sitting at a bar and then seeing – like, literally, I was sitting at a bar watching the Utah Jazz game and they cancel, or not watching it, but watch them come out, and they cancel the game because Rudy Gobert just tested positive for COVID, and then like the NBA, literally in an hour, shuts down the season, and then the NHL follows suit, and then college basketball after that, and that's that was a year ago, dude, almost a year ago, not quite a year ago, but I can't fucking believe it, man.
0: Yeah, dude. Eleven Time months flies. ago. Time flies when uh, you're stuck inside and uh, can't do
1: anything else. It's Just crazy times, dude absolutely yeah, crazy and <laughs> now i, I also want to I, you want to hear some fucking shit all right you want to listen to this shit yeah yeah, so yeah i i was very fortunate enough to receive my first covid vaccine the first dose of it um about two weeks ago yeah so uh next thursday i get my second dose all right nice now the Navy has been doing random COVID tests similar to random P tests that they similarly do. And uh, I have been avoiding this test because I don't want to get my fucking nose swab, dude. I heard it sucks and I don't want to do it. And I've been avoiding it for literally, you know, let's say nine months now. Uh, Now at my command, after you get your second COVID shot, you don't have to get tested anymore because you're quote unquote fully vaccinated. I get my second COVID shot on Thursday and I just got drawn for the random COVID test on Monday. So nice. 9 months of not getting tested for COVID. This whole pandemic, didn't get tested once and I get tested 3 days before I get my second dose of the vaccine. And hey, welcome am to the crew. More than upset right now.
0: Yeah, dude. It's not that bad, dude. Honestly, it's not. You'll be fine. I've gotten tested. I'm getting tested today so I can exit my quarantine so I can actually go and do my work uh, while I'm here. Um, I got one when I came into the country. I got one whenever I left the United States. I'm going to have to get one before I come back into the United States. So it's really not that bad, dude. Honestly, it's,
1: it's, it's not it's not really about the test being that bad. It's the principle. of the. Thing. It's the principle. It's I'm the three, principle. I'm three days short of going the whole pandemic without even getting tested. Mm. that's what i'm saying that's what i'm upset about it's a real bummer dude (laughs) hey but again very fortunate that i have not been you know i haven't contracted the virus so i guess count my blessings really lie right brother
0: absolutely man absolutely but hey Hey,
1: it's been a great absolutely
0: it's great seeing your face talking to somebody besides myself
1: I know. I wish Ryan Hamilton was, here. He was supposed to be here. It's not okay. It's
0: all love, man. Always love talking to you, man. You look good as usual in that Browns.
1: Browns is the Browns uh, hoodie. Oh yeah. Um, it, I, I don't know if you can see it, but right in little small text right here, it's uh, Browns is the Browns is the big text, and then little small text is Judy Smith Oh,
0: nice. I love it. Uh, beautiful sweatshirt. I'm going to have to get one of those because that looks comfy as fuck. Also, it's awesome. Um, so, our listeners out there, good talking to you guys. Thanks for joining in. It's been, uh, it's been a while. I know you won't hear this for another few days, but, uh, you know, enjoy your Super Bowl and uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Joe, I love you as always. Um, I'm going to cheers you with some coffee here because now it is 11.15 in the morning. So, um I love you all, Joe. Good talk to you, buddy. And we'll talk to you next time and we'll see ya.